Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your DMs have to be flooded. Oh, disgusting. What is the worst DM you've ever gotten? I probably cannot say it. I don't even want to say it to you in, in private. In, oh, boy. <laughs> what is up, guys? Welcome to the 615 House Podcast. We are back. We got an awesome, awesome guest today. Uh, she grew up in Eastern Kentucky, and she is known for her rowdy country roots. She's got a fan base named The Ride or Dies, which we're going to have to talk about. She's a good friend of mine. She's been around the 615 house a bunch. You've probably seen her in our videos, but she just had a really cool moment happen. She had a song, Rest in Peace, that blew up on TikTok. I mean, blew up like you couldn't open the app and not see her song. <laughs> and uh, it's already done a million streams in a couple of weeks. So I'm super pumped to talk about all the amazing things in Miss Taylor Austin Dies world. What's going on? What's up, Chris? How are you? Good to see you, buddy. It's so good to see you. How you been? I've been fantastic. Good, you know, good. it's been far too long since I've seen you. <laughs> yes. And, you know, we're going to get into it. So I took, I may or may not have taken a shot before this. I just wanted to, you know, calm the nerves. You didn't Did tell you me that. Um, you know, you know, we might take a break here in a minute. And- uh, well, I, I maybe this was wrong, but I kind of assumed that you maybe had taken one when you showed up. You I just feel what? like you're a whiskey gal. Sober as a judge. Really? Sure I am. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, it is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it is. It's, it's, it's a time <laughs> of the day. Well, maybe tonight I'll see you at Red Door or something. Yeah, sure. um, oh, my God. You're like, how does it feel to be like TikTok viral now? Well, I'd actually never had a video hit a million views before, before yeah. now. But now I've got all kinds. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but it didn't uh, hit like a million views. It hit like 7 million views. It, yeah, like, there's, it's, it's, yeah. 
It's a lot, though. Can you go anywhere and not be recognized? Like, how many people are coming up you to you now? You know what? I, I have been getting recognized recently, which yeah. is kind of cool. It was weird because I'm really into, like, vintage tees and vintage, like, hats and, you know, um, just all kinds of vintage NASCAR wear. So I was on Poshmark. This is weird. Yeah. Um, and I, I bought this hat, um, this vintage NASCAR hat off of a guy, and I buy it, like, whatever, and he DMs me on Poshmark, which is kind of weird. And I was like, this yeah. is strange. Uh, and he was like, hey, uh, this is really random, but are you Taylor Austin Die from TikTok? And I was like, I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, man, I keep watching all your videos. I just went down the rabbit hole last week of all your stuff. I love your new song and everything. He's like, well, I just wanted to say hey and hope you enjoy your your new merch. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. That's but awesome. that was kind of cool, just like. I was randomly shopping at like 3 a.m. on right. Mark and this guy hits me. See, I feel like that's how you know you go viral is when it's not like Instagram DM, but it's like the Poshmark <laughs> yeah. DM. It's like the most random this is, place. This is some be. next level shit. <laughs> um, no, but the song is so good. Thank Rest you. in peace. I mean, it's it's been out for what three weeks now? Mm, three weeks. A yeah. million streams. Yeah, across platforms, we're well over a million streams. So it's kind of crazy. I've never really had that happened so quickly before. Right. That's like, what, like, I don't know. Don't ask me the math, some, Lord some, have mercy. Some thousand dollars of money. <laughs> so, enough money to record your next song. Fingers <laughs> you crossed. Right. You know, starving artists. Yeah. But. but, I mean, it's it's been awesome. Like, talk to me a little bit about that song. Like, when you posted it, was your phone, your phone had to have just been lighting up. Like, Dude, every second. it was second. crazy because we... We, were, we wrote this song, and we obviously loved it, but then everyone was kind of like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of a sensitive subject matter, and, you know, it could be touchy, and, you know, I, it's a story song, so people sure. might not have that attention span, you know, because of TikTok, <laughs> right. but um, I was like, you know, hell with it, I'm going to just post it, uh, we love the song, so posted it, and then we noticed it was like banging, and woke up the next morning, it had already hit a million, you know, Jeez. in less than like 10 hours, I think. Um, and so all my co-writers and everyone was texting me and my whole team. They're like, Hey, uh, what's going on? I was like, you tell me, I don't, I don't know, but it was crazy. It was just like one after the other. And all the comments were like, yeah, release this right now. So we didn't actually have it cut. That was honestly the demo. So you wake up, you have a viral song. It's not even recorded. <laughs> no. And you're like, Oh, that was the in the room demo. Yeah. And the funny story is I didn't even recut vocals. I went in and yeah. flew like a couple words, and that was that. What you hear in the song is my in the room that day demo vocal. Really? Yep. That's like as real as it gets. <laughs> yeah. You're like screw another vocal here, take. You everyone's know? over here crying auto tune. I'm like, if yeah. you only knew that that was right. from the demo that vocal was. So that's amazing. Well, the record yeah. sounds great, and now we're it's fantastic. Super happy with it, and. I could be wrong, but didn't do you have like twenty thousand pre saves on that song or something like ridiculous? Yeah, it was uh, fifteen thousand, almost fifteen thousand pre saves, which is unheard of. Is that like mind boggling to think? Like, I mean, yeah. mi millions of people are seeing this, but like fifteen thousand people like pre save your song. I mean, that's enough 15. to fill out like pretty much Bridgestone Arena. I mean, yeah, it's easy to kind of get disheartened at some numbers when everything's like oh, in the millions and the millions. But when you think of fifteen thousand people in a room, that's yeah, that's insane. It is. So, I mean, and then because of that, it ended up charting. It debuted at number three on the iTunes charts, right under Morgan Wallen. So I'll take it. You there know, you he go. had the number one and the you, number you two gotta spot. You got to get that framed. So. It's like, it's like you and Morgan Wallen <laughs> yeah. just hanging out at the top like of the charts. Like if I have to be beat out by somebody, that's yeah, shit. Him. I guess right. Morgan Wallen's all right. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's unreal. I do think, like to your point about 
people pre-saving it and like loyalty you've built such an awesome fan base on tiktok and you're at like you're all gonna be at a million followers. oh they're the best um the best people which is insane and i feel like you have like a really like you i mean the rider dies like you have a cult following too like when so when did the whole social media thing start for you like when did you get on tiktok well, I started TikTok, I think, about when everybody else did in 2020 when the pandemic hit. And I was just, yeah, I, you know, I, when I moved to Nashville, I was, I moved in 2018. So for two years, I had been grinding on Broadway, hmm. you know, just paying the bills like that. I, I never actually worked a technical job. I just sang full time. Where were you playing on uh, Broadway? Oh, gosh, everywhere, dude. Um, I didn't do the Tootsie Circuit. I pretty much did everything but the Tootsie Circuit. So yeah. I was at Luke Bryan's, Jason Aldean's, Tequila Cowboy. Margarita Hill. Uh, Four-hour cover gigs for like oh. chicken fingers and a... And I was doing, at some point, I was doing probably like seven to ten. I think at one point I did 12 gigs a week one time um, downtown. How did you not blow out your voice? I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Yeah. And then all the Jeez. drinking and stuff too that goes with it. But anyway, so when 2020 hit, obviously all that went away. And I just started posting because I was at home not doing really anything yeah and i think the first cover that i ever posted on tiktok got like 300k right out of the gate and i was like oh maybe i should keep doing this <laughs> right. you know this, this could, seems fun this could let be me something. continue yeah and then it just kind of started growing and then from that i started releasing you know singles and everyone kind of got really involved in that whole process of picking out what songs i should put out next and they kind of um, i let them vote on the name ride or die because there was also an alternative a lot of people don't know about it was either going to be the ride or dies or the diehards which i think are wow. both cool a high, it was a high stakes debate right and so i did an instagram poll and uh, ride or dies just barely came see out i think that's smart because if you were the diehards i would get confused with diehards the people that are fan of diehards the, the movie. movie right let me ask you this is diehard the movie a christmas movie Oh, okay. That's the debate. I I did watch it at Christmas. So right. It's a, it's a Christmas movie. I feel like movie. it's just, it's not, it happens during Christmas. I don't know. I guess it's a Christmas movie. I watched yeah. it on Christmas. So I guess I have to say yes. It's, right. it's a Christmas movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> see, I'm a diehard fan. I'm also a ride or die, but you have your own camp now, which right. is good. So I love it. Okay. So you're on so TikTok. Supportive. Yeah. You're posting your, the ride or die is becoming a thing. Uh, do you remember like, what was your was your first viral video the one for this song? I mean, did you have did you have any viral videos? Um, I had some, uh, not millions of hits. I, you know, yeah. I've been in the half millions and the quarter millions and or three quarter millions with, especially with "Water Me Down." That was like a big one for my career, and that one had. Um, it, I had several videos that almost won a million, but um, yeah. didn't quite make it. So this was kind of rest in peace. Was kind of that first um, mile marker to. Um, to that, but I did have one video before that go a million right before it, and it was of I don't I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about it now. Uh, there's <laughs> oh boy, this guy this that had thrifted this jacket and he turns around and he's got on these tight jeans, yeah. like real tight jeans, and like if he had a quarter in his back pocket, you could tell if it was on heads or tails. <laughs> yeah. And so I like stitched it and I sang the heart like a truck song. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. I was just being an idiot. <laughs> I want to pull. I need to pull up this video. This it's, is unbelievable. Oh, it's, <laughs> and I had no idea. It's got one point like three or four million views right now. Oh my god! And that was like the first video that I had ever posted hit him, and I was like, "Leave it to me to do some stupid shit and go viral." That is unbelievable. <laughs> I love. It's the most random things that are the ones that go uh, viral. You know. Also, wait. This is really what we need to talk about, Taylor. 
Let's you talk about it. You are a massive Taco Bell fan. Love it. I feel like you've like, I feel like you've started like a riot on TikTok about Taco Bell. I have, and it's because I was wearing like a vintage Taco Bell hat in one of the videos that did blow up. And for some reason, a lot of people got really upset about yeah. it. They're like. You're unhealthy. That's why you're fat. Like, uh, hope you enjoy diarrhea. Hope you enjoy eating garbage. I'm just like, can we just let people enjoy things? Yeah. Like, I love Taco Bell. I will stand by Taco Bell until I die. Yeah. Um, if I could have a Taco Bell sponsorship, a Mountain Dew sponsorship, and a bourbon sponsorship. And you'd be all right. I would be set for life. That's heard, my, that's my top three. The you big heard, three. You heard it here first. <laughs> I uh, I hate that people, like, how do you deal with the hate on TikTok? It's care. so annoying. See, I, I literally don't care. Why can't more people be like you? Like, literally, I had uh, Kate McGuire on our prior podcast, and he was talking about, like, how he, like, can't stand the hate, and it gets all in his head, and it messes him up or whatever. Mm. I'm like, why can't you just, like, Forget about it and move on. Listen, I did a whole video about this too. But so when I was 15, I went on American Idol and I'm from a very small town and I'll make this short, very small town, a lot of haters on the internet. So they posted to this anonymous website and it was like 160 pages of just really shit talking me. Yeah. And so I kind of from an early age, I've been used to the internet bully type situation. (laughs) So Hmm. now I'm just like, eh. I, I really don't care. But sometimes I will say that I get on there and I'll be like replying back just because I'm like, okay, Dale, like, what do you got to say? You have yeah. a picture of a semi for your profile picture. Like, <laughs> Shots what fired. do you got to say? Do you have any beef with any TikTok account? Like, is there anyone that just keeps commenting on your stuff that you just want to call out? Um, there's this one dude I had to block on Facebook because this did kind of hit me a little bit because he was like, you know I'm from Kentucky, and from about two minutes after meeting me, I'm going to mention that I'm from Kentucky. Like, right. right. And this guy was like, this girl don't give a shit about Kentucky. She don't do nothing for here. She's, she hates her home, and she's too big for her britches. That, I mean, he would comment this on every video that I had and every post. And just yeah. this big rant. And come to find out, he was just mad because I wasn't responding to his DMs. <laughs> Found that out later. Yeah. Um, but that's like... I was like, that's absolutely not true. I, got, I was like, I literally have done hundreds of thousand dollars of charity with Halfway to Hazard with T. Graham Brown. I did flood relief when the flood happened this past year. So it's like that kind of hit me a little bit. I was like, I, I do got beef with this guy. But yeah. it turns out he was just like, I guess a horny dude. I he, don't was, know. he was just he was just looking. <laughs> he was looking for the reply back. Yeah, he just wanted that attention. S- speaking of which, your DMs have to be flooded. Oh, disgusting. Are they, they're disgusting. Disgusting. Do you have what is the worst DM you've ever gotten? I probably cannot say it. I don't even want to say it to you in in private. In, oh boy! <laughs> like, oh my god! Uh, Do you have one that you're? Comfortable I will tell you. Sharing? This one was pretty funny. I did a question and answer on my stories the other day, and there's a bunch of gross men's like, "Oh, what's your tit size? Like, what size bra do you wear?" So one of them. I clicked on it, and it's a guy, and in his profile picture, it's him and his wife. And then in his bio, it says, um, husband, father, and stepdad-to-be. And so I screenshot his profile, and I tag him in it. And I was like, oof, not the boob oh. ask from other husband, father, oh. stepdad-to-be. Oh, man. Just, so everyone was, like, clicking on his profile and, like, messing with him. Yeah, kind of. now the uh, divorce papers are finalized. Yeah. I was like, oh are you not God. embarrassed? Like, That's terrible. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I just, most of the time I think it's pretty funny, but some people are just really, um, they just get really, I don't know whether they're just looking for that response, you know, mm-hmm. or, or what. They're just really, just really bothered by my existence, hmm. which is interesting. I mean, look, all PR is PR, right? Like, you know, that tat- uh, those tattoos and that nose ring is not attractive. I'm like, well, that's great because I'm not trying to attract you, especially <laughs> like yeah. back to the, oh, you have a semi as your profile picture or a motorcycle. Like, right. well, you, what makes you think? <laughs> yeah, why, what, what gives you the right? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I personally find your tattoos and your style to be super unique and cool. Thank you. Uh, do you make your own hats? Actually, this hat, I mean, I didn't technically make the feather band, but I bought this hat at a Western store, and then um, this hat, we attached this feather band separately. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a custom-type deal. Yeah, no, it's cool. But yeah. I do wear a lot of custom-made hats, like from different um, custom hat makers around town and stuff. So. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's like, it's I, it's your thing. I mean, I mm-hmm. feel like I never see you perform without it. You I know? love hats. You don't want to see it without my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I got permanent hat hair. Yeah, me, me as well. <laughs> Mine's just baseball caps. But you also, how many tattoos do you have? Oh, gosh. Um, probably upwards of 20-something. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think you're just going to get, yeah. <laughs> get the full sleeves and body and the whole? Well, this sleeve I just finished. Yeah. And I actually have a tattoo appointment on Saturday in Kentucky. We're playing some shows in Kentucky. So I have a tattoo appointment with my guy. Um, me and Ben are getting tattoos together. So really? Be interested. Yeah. What are you getting a tattoo of? This is super niche, but there's a song called Muskrat Love. Mm-hmm. I, it's from like the 80s. And uh, we're getting Muskrat Susie and Muskrat Sam. Really? <laughs> That's awesome. It's very like, if you know, you know. But yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Husband and wife just getting you know tatted up. <laughs> That's good. Um, I have to ask. I told myself I wasn't going to ask this. Um, I stumbled upon a video of you signing a women's um, breast <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Yeah, I saw, you probably saw me signing Lulu's titties. Who's Lulu? <laughs> so she's a friend we've made down in Alabama. She comes yeah. out to all the shows now, and we just love her. <laughs> so do you, is that a common thing for you to, yes. mm-hmm. how many um, breasts would you say that you've signed? Chris, I've signed a lot of titties yeah. in, my, in my day. Actually, <laughs> I don't know why. It's yeah. just uh have you ever done it, mail? Of course, uh, yeah. Okay. On those, I usually write property of, and then I sign my name. Oh, there you chest. go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just if you've come out to one of my shows, you know that by the end of the night, we get a little rowdy. Uh-huh. So I feel like everyone's kind of taking their shirt off at some point, running yeah. around. It's kind of the vibe. It, it just, I don't know. It, 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 just, it just happens. It just There's happens. always a Sharpie floating around. It's <laughs> <Right>. like, hey, <laughs> sign hey, me. Hey, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Sounds like I've signed all kinds of things. Yeah. Well, what's that supposed to mean? I'll leave it to the imagination. <laughs> right. And moving on to the next <laughs> segment of today's podcast. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, I'm so, you know, it's it's been awesome for me to work with you a little bit in the past couple of years because you've uh, clearly built this following and I know how hard you put into work and it's like songwriting and performing and whatnot. But I, I like to ask everyone this because I think a lot of people outside of Nashville or music forget like how hard it is with what we're doing. Like, can you just go through a typical day as an artist in Nashville? I can go through my day today because I feel like that's kind of a good yeah, representation. Yeah, can you go so, through your day sure, as an artist like, in Nashville? This is actually the second podcast that I'm doing today. So I woke up this morning, got ready. Um, mm-hmm. I did a podcast. It was um, over the over the phone for a, for another magazine that um, I kind of have a relationship with. Yeah. And then um, I took a – I had two meetings over the phone uh, between then and now. 
now I'm here mm-hmm. and I have uh, my content, Katie Cap. Shout out! I've got her with me hey, here today, Katie. and we're kind of doing a day in a life thing. We do a lot of content. Um, she's been doing helping me a lot, a lot. You know, she's kind of yeah follow me around type thing. I don't know. She probably hates her life by now, but <laughs> mm-hmm. so now after that, I'm going to go um, have dinner. I actually not got to eat yet today, so looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, and then going to do good. some. <laughs> yeah, going to do some more content um, later on this evening, and then I go home and edit videos. Then tomorrow I have a rehearsal, and then we're, we've got shows all weekend. So it's just kind of we're hitting yeah. the ground running every day, and it's just it's always jam packed with music and making the content because now, like you know, ten years ago. You didn't have to do all the content shoots and everything like you do now. You I know, know. So it's different. It just adds a whole other element on top of writing and recording, and yeah. it's just that whole other <laughs> takes a lot of time. So, how much of your day would you say is content versus songwriting, recording? Oh, you know, we crank out a song usually in three hours mm-hmm. um, when we're in the in the writing room, and I feel like. But for content, you know, we'll spend a couple hours in the evening shooting, um, and then she'll go home, upload it to me, and I'll spend, you know, three or four hours editing all those videos and pictures and everything and getting them in the drafts and ready to go. So yeah. I'd say I'm spending way more content, time on content, content right now than I am on actually <laughs> I know, stuff, it's which crazy. is crazy. It's, it's, but it's like, you have to do it, you right. know? Um, do you think TikTok is helping or hurting the music industry? I think in different ways, both. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would, I would be. I don't know if I would be where I am without everyone being able to find me and it like giving me such a reach and to people that I would have probably never had that kind of reach to before. Like my song, I just got word a couple of days ago that my song's still number six in Ireland. Like obviously, I'm not over in Ireland doing anything. So that Shit, TikTok, you gotta get a tour over yeah, there. Yeah, TikTok is like really pushing, you know, people that I just otherwise would not have the uh, ability to meet or, or have my music introduced to. So I think it's great for that. But in the creative aspect of it, it is. Um, I'm so grateful for it. Don't get me wrong, but it is a little draining sometimes. To you know, oh, I'm sure sit and edit content when your eyes are crossed for four hours at night, like after you've already had a full day of. You know, but you got to do it. So right. I just do it, put my head down and go on. Yeah. How uh, do you get like social media anxiety? No, I just got regular old anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, so a lot of people look into like the views and like you spend hours editing stuff and you wake up the next day and it's got. Oh, no, that really views. pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like, okay, well, I'll try again tomorrow, I guess. So it motivates you. Yeah. Anything. I just keep going. You know, yeah. some things are not going to hit and that's fine. I know right. that. What's what's the goal to, for you? But, uh man, I want I want to be out on the road. I want to be hard ticket act. I want to be doing live stuff cuz my heart lies in the live performance. Yeah. Um and I, as much as I love social media and everything, you know, sure. being in the studio, I love being out live. I love playing for people and then after just getting to hang out and meet everybody and hear everybody's stories. So that's that's my goal, like to just be out as much as possible. And we have a ton of shows coming up this year that I'm really excited about. Yeah. So, correct if I'm wrong, but you're opening for Jody Messina. Jody, yeah. Uh, you're doing a festival with Trace Atkins. Trace right? Atkins, Sarah Evans. Yeah. Shannon Doe and Lone Star. That's all the same festival. All in the same festival. Mm-hmm. Did I'm, you like? Is it is it crazy that like you're now playing shows with some of your? It's insane. Idols doing one with Dana Carter too in May. It's just like yeah. Like strawberry wine. Yeah. 
And what I you, always have you covered, met her before? I always cover that song. I've never met her. What and I'm you, like, when I you can't meet Deanna Carter for the first time, what are you going to say? I don't know. I have not even thought about it. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I don't usually get too starstruck. Um, but I don't know. Just like being around all these people that I've looked up to, you know, my whole life, being an artist, even when I was so young, is just kind of like, it's still not really sunk in, I don't think, you know? Yeah. But they're always so cool. Like when I got to open for Winona last year, she was just the kindest person ever. That's amazing. And she was very encouraging to me. She's like, oh, girl, you're the next generation of country music. And that kind of gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. Keep going. See, that's amazing. I feel like it's so like you you get so intimidated and work up a sweat meeting these people. And then you realize they're like, they're just human, too. Yeah. She's know? like, well, I want to get a picture with you. And I was like, well, shit, I want to get a picture with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um. Okay, well, uh, we're gonna play a game. If that's okay. Can we play a game? Sure. You like games? So some games. Look, here's the game. We got a we got a little sponsorship with Ariat. Oh, we got a little T-shirt on the line. Nice. Look at this little puppy. Zoom in on that beautiful T-shirt. Um, we're gonna do rapid fire questions. So we're throwing a minute on the clock here. Oh Lord, you know and my brain lags like a ninety-eight desktop. <laughs> Taylor, you gotta you you gotta be ready to go here because we got a minute. High stakes. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The- I'll let you get a sip of water first. Okay. <laughs> she sits up. She's ready to go. There we go. Ready? All right. Favorite country artist right now? Coetzel. Go-to karaoke song? Nothing's going to stop us now. That's a good one. Favorite boot toe shape? Are you square around it? Snip toe. Snip toe. Yes, wow. Sir. Okay. Uh, TV show. Favorite TV show? Squidbillies. Whoa. Okay. Um. Uh. One person you could collaborate with? Ooh. Lady Wilson. Lainey Wilson's a great answer. Are you cowboy, cowgirl hats, or are you baseball caps? Both. Both? All the time. I've never seen you with a baseball cap, but that's good. I like that. <laughs> um, how many days a week would you say you wear boots? Seven. Talker or texter? Talker. Really? Like you'd call? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, good for it's you. Uh, I like that. That's good. Um, would you ever create an OnlyFans? <laughs> Everyone in my DMs really wants me to, but... Don't think I'm going to. Sorry. Right. That was, and we're at a minute. Look at that. That was oh, pretty good. That okay. Was, I like, feel that good was about good. that. I put that you in the hot seat. For, it wasn't too hard. I was friendly. I could have, you know, I could have been a little bit. For the OnlyFans thing, I posted on my story when I was like advertising RIP when we were like really pushing it to come out. I put the link to my pre-save in my story and I said that it was an OnlyFans link because you can change the name of the title of the link. <laughs> Everyone was like clicking on that link, and I had all these DMs like, the link's not working. I was like, that maybe just genius try it marketing. again. <laughs> That's awesome. So you, did you post like, was it a scandalous photo? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was at the beach, and I was in my bikini. <laughs> That's awesome. It was You're so like, funny. hey, new news for you. That's one way to market yourself. Hey, got, that, I got like 3,000 link clicks on that story. So was, you got the most link clicks like yeah, ever, ever from it? Most link clicks I've ever had. See, look at that. That's genius marketing at its <laughs> finest. Oh, my God. God, I love that. Um, well, uh, what's in store with new music? Like, are you putting out an album anytime soon? Yeah, so I have all kinds of stuff ready to go. Um, yeah. We're just kind of letting RIP do its thing for just a little bit, a couple more weeks, and then you can definitely expect some new music. Um, yeah. I have several songs already recorded, and I am going to be putting out an album this year as well. Let's so, go. Full album by the end of 2023. If the good Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. I love that. <laughs> I was going to say, do you feel like with TikTok that, I mean, 
do you were in such like a single driven market like do you think that there's still room for albums and music i do i think it's important because i want to see like you know if i really like somebody um i want to see a body of work from them like i love the single stuff and you know up until now all that i've been able to afford scrapping by is like paying for a single and then having to wait six months to save back up you know for it but um now i'm fortunate enough to be able to actually record a few songs at a time and i think it's important to have that body of work behind you and um really show people like what you're about right and i I feel again from an outsider perspective people forget like how much time and energy and money goes into making this stuff happen like it's not like it's just clicks overnight you can just put out a million records you know right and everyone's like when can when can we expect an album they've been asking me for a while and it's just been kind of like i need to save up some more money but now (laughs) i've got it going and it's it's happening yeah that's awesome tickled to death where do you think the music industry is heading that is something i wish i knew buddy I, (laughs) i think we all wish we knew that um i but i do think um what i've noticed you know just in my experience is uh, things are kind of not going backwards, but going backwards in a good way in in the music aspect of it, because I think we were kind of stuck in this kind of factory generic kind of songs that everyone was pushing out, you know, not to hate, but like the bro country stuff that was so popular and did so well for a lot of people. Um, I, but I think now we're kind of, even with Rest in Peace, you're kind of seeing that back tick to like those storytelling songs and like those you know, more 90s and 2000s influences. And I love that. So I think they're kind of heading in that direction. I agree. I mean, I think I think there's plenty of artists that are kind of paving that way mm-hmm. again, which is really refreshing. And I think we're just like, we're consuming so much music now that I feel like people are looking for something that's deeper than just like the generic songs. Right. And it's know? not up to radio 100% anymore to tell you what to like. You know, you, no, you it's can crazy. find your own little corner of the internet and find your own corner of whatever music you like. And I think that's awesome. Right. Do you think that TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, do you think that they're finding the good songs? Like, do you think good song wins? I think they've been winning more, more recently. I will say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm trying to think of an example, but sure. Well, I mean, there's just so much music there's uploaded. So, yeah, every day, I can't even think you know? of one specific song. It's just yeah. like, it's a, I mean, people are. People I'll are tell deserving. you, "Rest in Peace" is a damn good song, and it's doing pretty well on Check social media. You know. Um, well, this has been awesome, Taylor. You know, I'm a huge fan. You know that I love. I feel like I've gotten to see so much growth just from you stopping by the six one five house and um, it's been crazy hanging out and doing all that. I don't know. Who's your, uh, you got a favorite person in the 615 house? You, of course. Well, I mean, I know that, you know, I bribed you to say that, but. No, I really am a fan of all, everybody that's over there, especially Graham and Jake and Kaylin and Abby. Those are some of my favorite people in this town, not, you know, just in the 615 house. And they're super talented and they've all got a lot of good stuff going on for them right now. Uh, Well, you know, I, I, I love that you're a part of all of this. And I, I seriously think that, um, was it Deanna or or whoever it was that said you're the next generation of Winona, yeah. Well, yeah, Winona, when she said you're the next generation, I, I do believe that. And I think you got a lot in store, which is amazing. Um, one thing I like to do too, because this town, I think it's like so encouraging and it's awesome just seeing this new group of people rise. I ask uh, this question to, to my guests, but three artists that you're cranking up your car radio and listening to like who are your favorite three artists right now new old oh okay well i already said co-wetzel but 
anyone that knows me knows I'm a Coetzel stan. It's bad. Um, Corey Kent is somebody who I've just been absolutely loving. He has been uh, just mm-hmm. all his back catalog, too, is great. We're going to see him next weekend nice. in Georgia. I'm really excited. So um, I've been, really been listening to a lot of his stuff. And Hardy, man. I think Hardy is just a force that is going to be reckoned with for a long time in this town. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of all three of those. Um, well, this is awesome. Thanks for for jumping on, Taylor. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, I can't wait to can't wait to watch you filling up stadiums and arenas and doing the thing and and uh and signing my boobs. I sure you will. Um, Should we get a Sharpie in the house? Right. <laughs> yeah, we might have to get a Sharpie. We might have to make this happen. Um <laughs> Taylor Austin die on the pod. Y'all go check out her music and uh, go see her in concert. Hell yeah. It's come a on heck out. of a show. So uh, thank you. And we'll talk soon. All right, see you. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.